The Red Chill. What is up, everybody? Welcome to The Red Chill, your one-stop shop for everything movies, TV, and everything in between. I'm your boy, Brew. And I'm your boy, Shubs. And this is our review for a Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> and maybe a little bit of into as well. We'll, we'll probably talk a little bit about it, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. We have a little Just bit like, of a change of scenery. I am currently in Johannesburg in South Africa, but that will not stop our programming. But, that's but, right. <laughs> so anyways, let's get into the review. Shots. And I'm back oh. in my studio. Well, Sorry. upgraded also, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. But let's get into it. So, Shaps, tell me, what did you think of Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse? It was so great. I think think so far it's been actually, uh, well, I don't want to say so far, but it's maybe one of the best movies and uh, probably one of the best sequels I've seen to a superhero movie. I would put it up there. I mean, it's hard to judge it because it's animated, so it's hard to put it up with the live action movies, but... It was it was amazing, and uh, and I didn't know how how they would be able to top up the first one because the first one was so great, and I thought that they would just do a similar thing where it would feel similar but with like a different plot about like the first one was introducing the multiverse, so I thought this would be more about time or something because we saw uh, Spider-Man Beyond at the end of the first one, so I was like, oh maybe they'll do a time thing and it'll be a similar plot. But they took it to like another level of like, I was like, oh my God, like they're really going at it, you know? So yeah, I I loved every second of it. Nice. Yeah, I personally also think I had such a good time with this movie. I think personally, I still have to put the first one above this one. Just because that one was such an experience. Like, I I remember that movie so well. I've rewatched it so many times since. And it's one of those movies that like I'll always have in my collection because it's just so good in terms of pacing and everything that goes into it where i think um let's go like uh warn everybody this is gonna be full-on spoilers yeah um i think the the biggest thing that uh didn't work for me as well where i think i i will have a different opinion of this movie once we see the second part was that it didn't tell a complete story i think uh I personally like it better when it's more like Infinity War where a full story is being told and there's still a cliffhanger that leaves us wanting more rather than uh, a movie that just stops the way that this one... (laughs) Yeah. Or, uh, you know, like, funny enough, I just watched Fast X and that also ends on a giant cliffhanger like this. And honestly, I don't know, besides like Matrix 2, it's rare that we get a movie which like just doesn't tie up what's going on. Like, we got a lot of themes answered. I think the biggest thing in this movie was the, the the mother and the themes of that she was trying to teach Miles and him realizing right. it. But uh, before we get into all that, overall, I still think it's an amazing time. I think it's so much amazing shit happens in it. It's absolutely gorgeous. The art, mm. the, uh, the I think the story is also great. It took me by surprise that I had moments where I was not actually anticipating them right. to go that way. I think the giant twist with Miles being an anomaly is amazing. Um, yeah. I think the only thing I could really ask for more besides having a full story would be just seeing more universes. 
going into more of the different universes where I love that we spend a lot of time in India in the Indian Spider-Verse. I, I love that. I wasn't expecting that. But uh it does the thing where like we you know we get a little bit of Lego and a little bit of live action and but it's all very quick and we don't spend a lot of time in it and it's like just in passing by which I think is a problem with most multiverse movies these days where uh, they seem too scared to really commit to just showing us loads and loads of multiverses kind of like everything everywhere all at once did right um but otherwise I, I loved it I had an amazing time with this movie and I am so ready to see the conclusion <laughs> oh yeah but uh do you, on, on that on that note it was, I, I'm pretty sure like the reason it was like that and I, and I think that would be the same for matrix is that it was intended to be just one movie but it was just way too long so they're like we have to break it into two parts yeah I'd be curious to see I, I mean uh I, I think what was weird about it I guess about the ending was it was building up in a way that like we are moving to the third act so right. much so that like I was sitting there and I had to look at my watch and be like wait there's only like 20 minutes left <laughs> like how are they going to wrap this up in like 15 20 minutes you know there's so much right, going right, on right. and they're right. adding more and more to it where like hmm. I was starting to realize that like oh I don't think they are going to wrap this up right now um where like I'm very curious to see what the the, the next movie is going to do then because like I said the spot is going to the place where Miles's dad is going to die where oh. I assume that like uh, the third act is going to be the beginning of the next movie, and then maybe something else goes on. I don't know. Like, what is beyond the spider verse? I think they're going to wrap it all up. Well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, like they'll just wrap up the whole trilogy, and then and then maybe someone else will do like spinoffs or whatever because it's such a big franchise. But I think in terms of the story, just like I think Lord and Mir- Miller seem like the people who would want to make a fully uh, a beginning middle and end type of story where that's what gives me hope about it that like they right. did the second movie knowing where it's going that's usually right. a good sign yeah right right, right. and yeah. Uh, uh, they kind of the thing about that was that the first movie when it ended i thought that was just like uh, uh like a like a small idea of like oh hey we're gonna introduce miguel like i just knew him from like shattered dimensions the game <laughs> but other than that, I was just like, yeah, it was so amazing. That's that's all I know about Spider-Man, like other than the <laughs> cartoons, you know. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, so I, I didn't really think that's why I was just like, oh, they're probably just gonna introduce time and it's <clears throat> it's just gonna be just another standard Spider-Man story. Where I didn't think they would introduce like all these like moral dilemmas about being Spider-Man and the anomalies and and like the what I love is like thematically it's like the first movie is the origin story for Miles yeah and then the next one it's almost like an inverse maybe or a, like a counterpart to an origin story where it's like you can't be Spider-Man so now you have to it's it's not like it's not like you have to save someone and blah 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 like those kind of moral dilemmas it was more like like a meta quality to it where it's like uh uh well where Miles has to now decide whether like he has to give up his Spider-Man thing just just so that all the other Spider-Verses exist. And I was just like, wow, that's like that's that's like the core of the story, which is what I was I wasn't expecting it at all. I just thought it was just gonna be a straight up plot. And that's what I was like, um in the first one, it was like origin, 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 origin. So that was sort of the novelty of like introducing all these things. So I was a little 
weary of this one but they took a, all those new introductions and used it as a driving force for the story that they had in mind which is why this worked like so much more uh, i mean i love the first one well but the first one was just like a straight up comedy what a great setup with the spider where i remember like rewatching yeah. the the first one where the the spider is glitching out and there is something okay. weird about it that they never address they never address it i was like what i was like okay i guess it doesn't really matter that much and they kept <laughs> teasing the number 42 yeah uh, what a great reveal i i thought that mm. was so good right yeah like uh i think again i hope they have like a really good plan for this and they make this the the best trilogy for a superhero movie so oh, far because yeah. i think it, it has the potential like I, i again i think this movie is amazing like um I really think if the, they stick the landing this could be incredible. I think they will. I think the the writers have have like proved it where and this movie proved it for me where I where I trust them to like I said not just have another generic sequel with like another novelty. Yeah. Here it was like all the cool shit was like in service of the story and not the other way around. It didn't feel like oh we want to introduce all these cool things so we have to design a story around it aka flash <laughs> but it was like all the stuff that they introduced all the and all the similar things of just introducing new spider-man it could have gotten boring where we were like okay we get it right yeah. like the novelty wore off in the first one it was exciting at that time because it was new but here it's like all of that means something to the story yeah so i i i have like full full trust in them to to fully well Yeah I I have a question with something that I, like I th- saw brought up and made me think a little bit as well which is we just saw um the last uh, MCU Spider-Man movie with Tom right. Holland where we saw that Spider-Man will say fuck the multiverse I I need to save everybody I don't care what the multiverse needs me to do I think there's a way to save everyone Now, how come in this movie they managed to find this many Spider-Men? Well, like no fuck that. Your uncle or your father needs to die. You know, like there's no way to save it. There's no way around it. It it has to happen. We're also I think uh it made me think that like I think that's the setup for the next movie because he's not supposed to be Spider-Man. Like uh why why does his dad needs to die if he's not supposed to be Spider-Man? You know, like that makes it either he is supposed to be spider-man or his dad is not supposed to die right. like you know it's not his origin all right so i have two things to say to that the f- first one i'll i'll go second first which is what you already said is that um he since he's the original anomaly all those other spider people in the spider people i guess <laughs> in the spider uh headquarters uh spider city i think it, it was called um mm. like they're all supposed to be spider-man and miles uh, miguel said is the first anomaly so we know for sure that no one before that has has been an anomaly so i, I think that th- that's probably the reason for that now my other thing that i actually i actually wanted to bring that up too so the is one of the personal uh themes of the story uh, throughout the story is that Miles is always like being controlled by his parents and he's like it's like a coming of age story for like a teenager growing up wanting to be like his own person spread his wings man you know how he says and he just wants to do his own thing and he's tired of people telling him what to do and what not to do right so he's sort of like in a rebellious stage so i i 
I threw things to think about that, which the movie made me think about. So I, I give it huge props for that. One is, is he just rebelling against uh, an authority figure like Miguel telling him you can't be Spider-Man now that he's fully embraced being Spider-Man and actually in, like we saw that he enjoys all the swinging like with Gwen and all these things. So is he, is it about saving everyone or is it more of a personal thing where he's like, he's rebelling and there's and, a small little moment. J- j- just let me finish this one thing where there's a small moment of uh, where, when he meets the meta quest uh, spider girl, right? So who's wearing the VR goggles. And uh, she she quickly just says, there's this one line where she just says, oh, you know, I'm actually not here. I'm I'm in my room, but it's obviously a lot more fun being Spider-Man. And um, Miles goes, oh, isn't it? So that made me think like, is he just doing all this because he just loves being Spider-Man and without being Spider-Man, he's just like some kid who gets picked on in his elite school. But I think the theme of this movie was what his mother told him. Don't let anybody tell you you don't belong. That's right. a moment at the end where Miguel is like, right. you don't belong. You're not one of us. Mm. And he's like, fuck that. Mm. I don't care what you tell me. That is right. the big like realization exactly. moment for him. <laughs> but I did like the whole fact where uh, compared to the first movie where he's like a bit, you know, like trying to figure out how to be Spider-Man and he's a bit right. clumsy and all that stuff where now that he's taller uh I, I like there's a real progression where you can see that like it is that thing where which you're saying where you can tell he feels like yeah fuck i can do this it's easy like i'm like, spider-man I, dude like, but then know? i love that scene where he's swinging with gwen uh and he's like copying everything she's doing and he's like yeah, yeah you know what i've been practicing i'm good i'm, I'm good yeah. you know showing that like you know, he is exactly better but he still isn't ready you know right and and the fact that he's loving because when you, whenever you see any any story of him as Miles, he's usually always hated the situations he's been in. And he's always like making a fool of himself. He's embarrassing himself. He's sort of a loner in his prep school. But now that he's Spider-Man, when he is by himself, he can be this cool, special thing that no one else is. So does he enjoy that power and that sort of sense of like um, just feeling special for like a teenager who's always felt like an outsider to now be like, more Spider-Man saying like, oh no, you can't do that. Now that you've finally gotten used to and enjoying it, we're going to take it away from you. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's almost like subconsciously that's how he thinks, but on the surface is he saying like, oh no, I can save everyone, but like from the inside it there's a lot, like those are a lot of his motivating factors as well. Yeah, for sure. By the way, uh, how was the audio in your cinema? Because I've been starting to hear from other people like I, I I had a bit of trouble hearing it. I didn't have subtitles, yeah. so especially like uh, Spider Punk or whatever his name is. Mm. Uh, That's my guy. <laughs> I used to play. I used to play with him. Uh, I didn't know who he was, but I used to use that skin for Spider Man all the time and the guitar. Uh, power. It was uh, Daniel Kaluuya, but like he yeah. was great. Like, uh, but like very hard to understand. And I think overall the audio of this movie was a bit like uh, I don't know. Bit tough to hear at times. I the, can't yeah. wait to see it at home. I didn't. Really, I want to pause it when all the Spider-Men show up and they tell us where they're from. But yeah, uh, yeah. so, did you have that issue as well? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it was uh, super. It felt super quiet, like especially the dialogue. And I hate muddled. having subtitles. Yeah. So I was like, wait, what? I was like, am I getting old? <laughs> <laughs> like I can't hear you. I, I was. I'm always way in the back, like in yeah. the first, in the top row. So 
I was like, what? And I went like, I saw it like super late, like two weeks after it came out. So there was like barely like 15, 20 people in my thing. So it wasn't even like loud or anything. But uh, yeah, whenever, uh, whenever they were talking, like for most of the part, I was just like, what? What did you say? <laughs> yeah, weird how that happened. Like, I wonder what caused that. Like, uh, mm. is, I hope it's something that they're willing to fix for the home release. Because it doesn't right. seem like they're doing it for the cinemas. Which sometimes they do oh, yeah. when there's like an issue with a movie like this. But uh, yeah, very weird. Have um, you read that there's apparently like two different versions that are playing in theaters with like a few things uh, changed? Like, oh no, like I didn't hear that. Minor yeah, I, I read it like yesterday or something. Where it's just randomly, where it's like, just like five, six random things are just different. How weird. Like a, like, like, a, like a line of dialogue or like uh, like what what someone does instead of saying my, something. My best guess is something happened during the release where like uh, as very often these days with these movies, they literally finish them like just like a week or two before, yeah. like they lock the picture for good. And yeah. maybe something happened there where like it was like last minute and something happened. I don't know. They ADR'd some lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, something definitely happened. Um, what about the, what did you think of overall the, the art style? I thought the, the opening Dude, with Gwen, amazing. everything with, with Ghost Spider was so beautiful. Those art, Beautiful's like uh, yeah. pastel colors in the back, they were basically, uh, uh, one of the filmmakers was saying it's basically a, a mood band that inspired her world. So any emotion is like reflected in the colors mm. and so amazing with the blues when the, the father is not sure to like... Mm going to white when he's finally joining right. and understanding and overall like even when it's like sad and all the colors are just like dripping yeah. like as somebody's crying over it it's amazing it was amazing I, yeah. they, they they actually really used uh this was another thing i wanted to talk about was like the storytelling style like all these stories could have been told like like a straight structure where but uh, somehow in this and the first one, the way the way they told the story and then all the animation uh, accompanied that. It wasn't like cool animation just for being cool animation. Like you said, it's like it's reflecting the whole mood and mm. all those things were so like um, deliberate where yeah. it added to the story and it added to the feel of the story rather than just me coming out and be like, yo, the animation was really cool. And it's a separate thing from how I felt about the story. It's like all these things merged so well together and like their their sort of choppy uh, style of telling the story, like the structure, it was, it like, it made it feel like so much fresher and like the pacing of it kept like, it had an energy to it, like all the way throughout. Like the movie made me forget that it was CGI. Like I thought this right. looks like, for example, uh, I mean, even everything with the with, uh, Spider-Punk or, uh, I mean, in, in general, there's so many scenes where you're just like, uh, oh, yeah, right. This is this one, uh, CGI. This is someone just drew over this. They didn't actually yeah. paint this. Where right. it, yeah, it, it's crazy. Uh, insane achievement in terms of art. All right. I agree. But I've heard like a lot of animators were like not happy with how, how long and um, they had to work like. Um, so many extra hours and stuff and so many of them mm. quit because the workload because they were like it just never finishes they were talking about that about the flash as well 
Yeah, I can, I can imagine this movie is like every single, like it, even the first movie, their goal is that like you pause that movie at any time and it looks right. like a painting. Right. Every little glitch that happens, it's like, whoa. Like, I think like uh, what also uh, made me forget the CGI, like they, they do such cool things. Where, like I think my favorite ones were, for example, the Leonardo da Vinci goblin. Right. So good with all the every time he throws something, like you see like the the sketches that the like sketch, Da Vinci sketch, would write yeah. around it. Or if you notice so, Miguel, so crazy. The whole time with Miguel, you can see the lines that they use to get yeah. the proportions right and shit. Mm. And it's very light, but like it's definitely yeah. there. It's it's fucking awesome. Even um, I don't know if you noticed this, but about um, like, uh, what's his name, pa- Spider Punk. Yeah. Whenever they're like even in any situation. I noticed this when like he's there, like the shot is from like, you can see all their backs and they're standing in a line and you see his guitar, like, you know, it would have like those squares things. Yeah. Like 60s animation. It would keep moving. Even if like, there's nothing like they're just standing there talking and nothing else is moving. His guitar, like the background of just the background of his guitar, it would keep moving like different, different colors. And I was like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. So good. So good. (laughs) Well, let's talk, like, uh, how about cameos? Yeah, like some crazy cameos. Like, what do you think of us going into the Venomverse? And we get that lady. Oh, I know. I was so happy <laughs> to see little... that because that's what I first saw the first trailer for uh, Into the Spider-Verse at the oh, end yeah. of Venom. Oh, yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> True. No, it, it was like so, a real like Roger Rabbit type. I, I thought it was cool. Mm. I was like, if you do Venom, like give us that lady. <laughs> Out right, of all the people. Exactly. <laughs> Don't give get, her uh, any dialogue. <laughs> we get Daniel uh, Glover. We get yeah. Childish Gambino. Donald, uh, Donald, Donald Glover, sorry. Uh, in, in the outfit, like, yeah. as the Prowler. Like, that's basically, I guess, supposed yeah. to be the MCU version. <laughs> that a- we finally... and, and they said that the inspiration for Miles' look was Donald Glover. No, yeah, exactly. No, they, there's, yeah. it's like such a full circle where, like, he was in Community and he wore a Spider-Man costume. Right. And everybody's like, oh, he needs to be Miles Morales. Then he was supposed to be Miles Morales in like live action. And then he became the the voice actor for the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Then he could be was too old when the MCU started. Hmm. So they made him the uncle. And right. now we can come full circle and we get to see him finally in the probably like I I don't know. Like I I, was, I hope we still get him in the MCU. But like even if not, I think as like uh Donald Glover uh, cameos I think they nailed it with him and um the 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 video game yeah we saw the the insomnia spider-man he's I, like I, you talking about I still haven't played it I still haven't <laughs> played it but but he went I feel like he was there like at least I think twice I saw him even and like in the first one we right. saw his suit so it's awesome that mm-hmm. like he's canon now yeah yeah and then we got yeah, to see I, I, Toby well, McGuire and Andrew Garfield. Oh, I not, know. But I, I still hope but, we get to see them like properly and not just like uh, mm-hmm. like old footage of them. Right. Um, <laughs> they're clearly building up to Tom Holland. Like they, they mentioned him, right. which I thought was also awesome. Where uh, Miguel is like, yeah, but that kid and the wizard and Earth, yeah. whatever. But <laughs> that I little nerd. Like, yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to talk about Strange. That. So, like yeah uh so i i really hope they do something amazing with for that right. because i if i remember correctly they wanted him in the first one already you think it's a rights thing that i was i wanted to ask you that no i i think uh they they've the already is, is if i remember correctly i think they said that uh tom holland is sony like he's gonna eventually oh, right. fight okay. venom 
you know. Oh. Like they 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 own basically Spider Man, right? Like MC, like Marvel is just getting to make the movies and then uh, right. help distribute. Okay, so maybe yeah. I I I I guess they'll save that for like had they introduced them in this, it would be like what's left for the third part. Yeah. So they so okay. they have their plan in mind, I guess. Yeah, okay. I just hope it's something really dope. Well, what, yeah. so what was your uh, favorite Spider Man? Oh, out of all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about it was like the the unexpected voice cast where it was the um the uh, what's his name the guy from the boys uh Dennis Quaid's son was uh Spider-Man in Gwen's world and then we had Andy Samberg as the emo uh Scarlet Spider That's dude I wanted to mention that that dude is that was I think one of my favorite scenes where he's just like I think about my past <laughs> <laughs> You know that story? That's a fucking crazy story yeah. from the comics. That's like the a lot of people stopped reading Spider-Man because of that guy. Really? Because <laughs> it was basically they said it was uh the the reason he looks like the card the, the comic book is because he is supposed to be the comic book Spider-Man, where you right. find out from the clone saga or something that basically the our Peter Parker was a clone the whole time. He's not the actual okay. real Peter Parker. Really? So he he changes his name to Ben Riley and becomes the Scarlet Spider. <laughs> yeah, people hated <laughs> That's so it. Stupid. So That's awesome. so stupid. They they committed with that guy so hard. Um, oh, we saw a little that bit. Was I, so funny. Uh, I still I want to see Peter Parker from the '90s ca- cartoon though. Hmm. Oh, Spider Man and the Amazing and his Amazing Friends. Oh, Not okay. that one. That one is also okay. cool. I guess we got a little bit of it with the pointing. Wasn't right. that from the Amazing Friends one? Yeah, I think so. But uh, no, I'm talking about the. I always it's the Ultimate Spider-Man. I think it was. Oh. No, that's the X-Men theme. No, that's Spider-Man. Right. Spider-Man. <laughs> that fucking show is underrated, man. It's so good. And I hope I hope they bring more in from from that series because that that is still where uh, my love for Spider-Man really cemented. Hmm. My, but, my, uh, mine yeah. started with the Amazing Friends. <laughs> it was also good. I saw that afterwards, and it was like I didn't grow up in Germany. Okay, uh, that we, we we didn't we didn't get we didn't get all the new cartoons. We got well, like we I said, I saw that one afterwards, <laughs> and then it was oh, like okay. it looked so dated, and then Iceman right. and everybody was like, "What is going Iceman on?" Iceman and here? the Fire Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, but yeah, they're they they, they, they should show up too. I mean, yeah, like we get all the comic book ones where where yeah. the, give us more of the cartoon. Mm. But uh, I I love Spider Car. Oh, buggy! Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, I love the um, the the horse, the cowboy, Spider-Man. the cowboy. You know the T Rex. Yeah. T Rex Spider Man was crazy. <laughs> the cat. Oh, also voice actors. I I thought I did not recognize uh, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, I saw it afterwards, and I was like, as, oh shit, as, as spot. He's great. I love that guy. <laughs> Dude, was, yeah, yeah. What do you, spot- you think of Spot? I thought overall actually pretty good. I like that like he comes in comedic, but he's already being like, "Yo, you know what? I'm not your villain of the week. You know, I'm I'm the one. I'm I'm your villain." <laughs> I so I I literally wrote that in my notes where I was like, "I love Spot," and he I just wrote one line where it's like it started off comedic and he ended up being so fucking scary. Yeah. Where in like a in like a weird like in a uh you remember uh, you might I don't know if you remember this, but but from the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> you know, remember the character him? No. Who's? Oh, okay. So that dude has always been the thing of my nightmares since I was a kid, because he's there was something he always had like this flamboyant voice, 
but it always felt like otherworldly and he's like he can control everything you know okay and he was he was so scary dude for some reason i don't know why and that's the same feeling i got when i watched spot where it's like he started off so like comedic and like bum 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 like that's the tune that was going <laughs> he on he literally in my head. kicks his own ass i know <laughs> he kicks himself in the <laughs> into himself and, he kicks his yeah. own ass into himself <laughs> yeah but then when he's like showing him like that scene of where it goes into like miles eyes and you see the future and he's like oh, that's your future and i was like that freaked me out just like the animation style the way the like so his dope. voice was so like where you see the different amazing. fathers running trying to save the girl yeah yeah well yeah, i'm also curious to see like uh, i guess we didn't see him actually die in the vision did we we just heard that like they're supposed to die but like i'm curious to oh, see like the... how that vision plays out in in the end cuz right. like uh, I, the... my my theory is still that the the father is not going to die in this one right cuz gwen's father quit so he's not going to be captain Yeah. Maybe I, I'm I think Miguel's going to make like a huge sacrifice about for something to save all this. I think that's how that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean uh he definitely needs a bit of a redemption arc on this. I I right. feel like he's almost like the villain of this movie more yeah. than the spot. Yeah, exactly. Spot was like almost like a setup for the next movie. Yeah. But uh the villain for this movie was Miguel and and that's what's so dope about it where it's like where he's actually a good guy and he's trying to do the right thing for all spider people it's not even like uh yeah that yeah i i, I mean I, i love the little uh, moment they gave him where he's like I, i he found a version of himself where he didn't yeah. lose his wife and kid and he replaced them and everything went to shit mm. where it's like yo that that's a dope backstory that that, that was from uh, the, i mean that's a story that's been done before but uh, it was also in uh, cloverfield paradox It's also Rick and That's Morty like anytime right. anything goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except in this it like like you felt the weight of the whole thing and and like you're like oh my god like like that's I do you, I do feel like uh, I wish we would have gotten an origin story for Miguel because I I think maybe it's still coming. Because they set up things because they had that right. moment with the teeth and they're like, what is right. it, a vampire and stuff? Like, yeah, they, right, they right, need right. to explain uh, that. The stuff. claws. Yeah. Like, it was so much fun. I had to look it up because I actually don't know Spider-Man 2099 that much. I also just learned yeah, from just, the video game. Know, yeah, exactly. And uh, in that, so, he was much different. He was just like a regular Spider-Man. He wasn't. Yeah, like, he, they didn't go He wasn't into... like DC Spider-Man. That's... <laughs> <laughs> But he actually has a really cool story where like uh yeah. he's one of the few Spider-Man that wasn't bitten by a spider. He took a serum. Mm. So, mm. he himself was different than everybody else. And Maybe he's going to be like a mix it. of him and Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we going to get Morbius that and Craven oh. the Hunter in the next movie? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> have you seen I the, think uh the, Have you seen the, the trailer for the Craven? <laughs> I haven't seen I, I don't watch trailers, but I, uh, I saw the picture of him. Hey, Andrew Johnson looks crazy, dude. What hey, I, I like that kid, and that what a fucking progression crazy. from <laughs> Kickass to <laughs> R-rated Craven. I don't even know. Wow, <laughs> looks I'm crazy. Like, wow, man, he's crazy. But yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, um, anything else that stood stood out in the movie? Uh, yeah, I had I had a I had a question, not a question, but a thing that I didn't like uh, was appropriating my culture because Captain Singh wouldn't be a captain in Mumbai. You would probably be in Delhi or Punjab, so I'm not happy that they that they got that wrong. <laughs> hey, maybe he found a nice girl in Mumbai. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Mm-hmm. A Bombay girl. 
I thought I love that we spent so much time in India. And the, that guy, it was the, the the taxi driver from Deadpool, and he was great. Yeah, Karan Zoni. <laughs> yeah, and then they had to pull the the callback to like, why would you call it Chai D? Because Chai of the, because ATM. of the ATM machine. Or I love that trick. setup. I was like, yeah. wow, it's not just a joke about um like Indian culture or Indian language, but it's also a setup from before. Yeah. About like phrase redundancy, I guess. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I was like, wow, man, like these guys and, know what they're doing. How nice was it that like it was just a Spider-Man where everything's just working out. He's like, this is my girlfriend. Everything's great. You know, <laughs> I like, got great uh, hair. You know, I'm naturally bulky. <laughs> <laughs> just amazing genetics and coconut oil. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, man, I need that hair. <laughs> That's great. I need me a Gayatri. I wonder why they changed his design from the the comic book because I think he does look different in the Indian. I, I didn't even know he existed. That, it I, I knew it because yeah. uh, Stan Lee created Spider-Man for India and Krish. We got two mm. superheroes that Stan Lee created for us. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. I was so happy to see it, and it happened like right after intermission. So when I was walking <laughs> into the theater, I see like they're going into Mumbai, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Mumbai. Oh, those auto. Are those auto rickshaws? What the hell's going on? <laughs> and there's there's traffic. Here's traffic. There's yeah. traffic. <laughs> there's like, some there's more traffic? traffic. What the hell? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> so good. Yeah, uh, really nice. There we go. I'm glad that that was the universe we spent so much time in. If it was gonna yeah. be one, I love the and, the and Lego the, universe. And the story began from there. Yeah, the real story started there yeah. for sure. I, I love the Lego universe where uh, Spider-Man has to go boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> don't I was really hoping they would do more with that. But and I then, guess and then the that. best thing is Miguel is like, thank you, Spider-Man. You're one of our best. <laughs> 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 and how good it is that, uh, that uh, J. Jonah Jameson is just like, uh, uh, what do you call it? A Nexus being. It's always yeah. the same guy. <laughs> it's so it's always J.K. Simmons. Always. I love that. That that uh, I also wanted to yeah I also wanted to quickly add was like you think maybe Miguel might be an anomaly, maybe yes that that's why I think uh, like it's, it's interesting that he's one of the Spider Men that wasn't bitten by a spider right, so yeah. he could be one of the anomaly and he knows what the repercussions of that is and he doesn't want to give up being Spider Man, so he's like forcing the next one to do it maybe there's definitely more already, going on with already. him I, that, that's what like I I think. This movie is a lot of setup. That's why I think I, it, right. you kind of have to almost see the next one to have a full understanding of this one. Mm. Right. I still wish, like I said at the beginning, uh, I, I still wish there was like a, a tie-up to what's going on. Or it should more. have been called Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Part 1. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of people who don't know that it's a three-parter. Right. They're going to be like, what the f***? <laughs> right. People next to me were like, oh my God, I can't wait for another five years for this. I was like, oh, that's true. This came out five no, years after. It's March. <laughs> Luckily, it's March. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I wanted to tell them, but I was like, no, that's okay. I'll but yeah, I, I wish they, 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 had done, they had done that thing that like what I think Harry Potter did. And like, uh, there's some mm. other movies where it's like five months, you know, like you get it the same right. year. Right. right. But, or Matrix. Yeah. They, it came out like the next year. Yeah, like I mean, year. that's what we're getting. I mean, it's 10 months. Yeah. So it's not the worst. Right. It's, yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but still, can't wait. Can't wait for you. But, um, amazing. The, fa- the yeah. fact that we we had so many like internal conflict thematic stuff to discuss within this like Spider-Man story is what I loved about it. I like, mean, it had all the hallmarks. So it was all the exactly. things that we love about Spider-Man. Everything with exactly. Gwen and the whole like her father putting yeah. a gun back. And it wasn't. It wasn't just. It wasn't just referencing them. That's what I. Yeah. Loved. It's like exactly. It was all it was part of the story. Its own story. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. 
it was it was all integrated into the story where it's like you get to know all about Spider-Man uh, Spider-Man and all the Spider-Verse but like yeah. it, it told an amazing story with all those things integrated into it rather than just pointing it out and like referencing it aka flash <laughs> but overall I still think the first one the pacing is like immaculate where like it was I, amazing. I rewatched I it again it's like person. that yeah. that movie has no lulls it's always yeah. keeps you engaged where I there's think not one this movie want to like stop it yeah this movie is a lot more self-indulgent where like it, it takes right. its time and moments and like mm. i i appreciate it for that but i think it also is to its detriment at this yeah. time the first one i clearly remembered that i really wanted to pee and i was like i was waiting <laughs> for a scene where it would like it would be a, like okay the scene not. ends now i can pause it it wasn't i had to watch the whole movie and i was like <laughs> okay it's like it's just taking me on a ride and yeah. and the ride is done when the movie's done exactly like that energy throughout even in the slow scenes it kept like just going and going and going and i was like wow that's amazing i i i i will agree with you on that for the first one but yeah uh, it should be like any anything else before we wrap it up uh i don't know <laughs> there was a lot i wrote down that i loved about it but uh, i th- i think we mentioned everything there was one thing i wanted to mention but uh, that that's okay it was about like we've seen three iterations of the same image of like spider-man next to someone who died and a person in the back blaming Spider-Man for that. Yeah. With we saw it with Tobey Maguire and Norman Osborn, then we saw it with Miles and Uncle Aaron, and then now we saw it with Gwen and Peter Parker and I was like, "Oh, okay. I, I was I wanted to hate that, but then it's all part of the story, so I was like, okay, that's cool." And we saw it in the last one with Miles and Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like this is the third time we've seen it, so I'm like it, it's not just referential, but it's part of the story. It's part of Spider-Man. It's a, it's yeah, a exactly. canon event. The, or what do they the, call the it? The great conflict that arises from a simple misunderstanding. <laughs> that's why we love Spider-Man. Cuz we really exactly. it always hits, he never wins. All right. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, I think that's our thoughts on uh, Spider-Man uh, across the Spider-Verse. Amazing okay. movie. I think we both really loved it. Highly recommend anybody who hasn't Highly seen it yet to go watch it. And if, if you've seen it, watch it again. <laughs> yes, yes. I can't wait for it to come out online. But yeah, I think in the meantime, I would say like and subscribe. Follow us. Let us know in the comments what you thought of the movie. Tell us your favorite Spider-Man. And we will see you next time for The Flash in review. In the meantime, check out other, all our other content on our Spot, uh, podcast services on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere. Oh. Look for the Red Chill at the Red Chill. Chaps, it was a pleasure. Yes, sir. I will see you next time. Until then. Yes, sir. Peace out, everybody. Peace. The Red Chill.